The internet gods are once again with us. We are streaming live from Zoom into your phone, into wherever it is that you're watching us. It's Johnny and the Greg, man, and Happy New Year to everybody. We are, gosh, we're uh, we're already in there. This is, uh, we're recording uh, the second, so it's only the second day of January. We got hammered. Snow came. Oh, snow. Yeah, we we had a little, but it wasn't terrible, but I was watching because I just happened to check your weather now, too. Yeah, um, yeah you guys got messed up. You know what? I'm going to take that back. It <clears throat> does. Okay. When I know a big storm's coming, yeah, um, I tend to go out and shovel at least three or four times. Okay. During the entire process, I don't wait till it's all done and then go out. Yeah. So it didn't seem bad to me, but I was only like doing like an inch and a half every right. time. So it didn't <laughs> seem bad to me, but... um. How, yeah, we're how much did you how much did you guys get? I'm guessing, Greg, it wasn't a big deal. It was like five inches, maybe. Yeah. We were supposed to get like nine, but not that didn't okay. happen. I'm sure some places did, but it wasn't us. But you haven't had much snow before that, right? No, we had zero. Yeah. So I mean it's it's still a shock to just go. I mean, if you could like creep it up, be like, oh, we had one inches and then we had a couple, but then just yeah. to go from zero to nine, you're like, Whoa. Yeah, it just uh I I, I don't like snow, which puts me in a problem area because I live in Illinois where it snows. Yeah. Where yeah. And snow. I, and I feel like sometimes I used to literally take it personal. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I thought they were like, it was coming after me. I didn't like it anyway, yeah. folks. Um, I'm we, kind of a believer that I should like I, snow shouldn't come to me. I should go to it. And I don't live in that place either where yeah. that, that's the case, but that's someday way to look at it. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Someday for me as well. Um, I think it's getting closer than, than I even think. I think, you know, I just got to get Ursula to get out there and shovel a couple more times and she'll just be like, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving anyway. <laughs> All right. So on the agenda today, it's going to kind of be a little hodgepodge. We're going to yeah, get some stuff. We got some stuff to talk about. Um, <clears throat> but so we'll just get into it. We'll just talk about the NFL real quick. Bears one that's two in a row. I don't think that's happened for a long time. So I'm kind of excited about it. Um, it doesn't mean a damn thing. I realize that to all the people that, you know, are going rolling their eyes. I understand. It doesn't mean a thing. Um, uh, I think what's the score right now? The Packers are doing what to the Vikings? It is halftime. The Packers are up 20. The Vikings are at three. Yeah. Well, I, I think most people predicted that since Kirk Cousins wasn't going to be there. It's just hard to move that offensive. Yeah. He doesn't have it, but some crazy stuff happened today in the NFL that I just wanted to catch up on. And if anybody's on the live chat, maybe you guys can let us know. I think Greg has less of an idea than I do. I understood that all of a sudden in the third quarter, Antonio Brown, who is a huge problem child, and I even hate giving him any type of (laughs) pub as we're speaking about this, but he started just taking off all of his, basically his equipment, took off his shirt, did jumping jacks in the end zone and quit. He just basically yeah. walked into the back of the, of the, of the, um, uh, back, back to the locker room. Yeah. And, he walked uh, back to the, he, he literally just said, screw it. I'm done. Yeah. And quit. Yeah. And, but why? Like, I think I don't, he was I don't frustrated the during the game. He was frustrated during the game. He yeah. probably, I don't know. He probably talked to a coach that probably told it. Like the coach, you know, look, when you're like coaching, there's very few coaches that can 
maybe maybe it's different now, but he they probably told him Antonio, quit being a little bitch about it and just Stop go out there and bitch. play football yeah. and you'll and you'll and you'll get yours or something, whatever. But um, it was a great game at the end. I think with like 15 minutes left, Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass, yeah, with zero timeouts to pull the win out. So he did it again, um, which is always impressive <laughs> to me. I, the fact that like a person exactly, <clears throat> even Aaron Rodgers, those people that are just so consistent with it, mm-hmm. it's like it's not a big deal. Anyway, um, oh wait, before we go on, shout out to Marshall. Hey Marshall, how are you? Hello. Oh my God, I forgot to. Um, if you want to be like Marshall, please like and subscribe and join the cause uh, mm-hmm. on this lovely podcast. Um, Greg, we forgot to. We do. We got to do our little yeah. sacrifice to the internet gods, yeah, and especially yeah. the people that we partner with, who is Audible. Uh, so if you're into the hundreds of thousands of audiobooks that they have available, uh, I would suggest go out, get yourself some dark fantasy or a good romance novel to cuddle up in these cold months. Valentine's Day is right around the corner now. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G for a 30-day free trial on us. If you like it, you can keep it on your own. If you don't like it, cancel anytime. No problem at all. Like I said, hundreds and thousands I don't know. Maybe they crested a million. I've never really checked into that. I should. Uh, but just millions of hours of listening material on there from audiobooks to podcasts to educational material uh, to even just daily news. You can get on there and find that as well. And podcasts. So get your podcasts on there as well. So if you want to get try that out on us, it's audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Yes. Thank you very much. Guys, go out there. Get your Audible on 30 Day Free. All right. Um, gosh, what a uh, kind of a, a bummer the end of the year turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, people are talking about like 2021 was such a, a shitty year and, you know, they were happy to see it going. It got in its last couple swings there at the end. I honestly had a pretty, but compared to 2020, yeah. I thought 2021 was not as bad, but some people Me still too. had some pretty bad Me years. Too. And I understand yeah. that. But um, well, yeah, there was, it, there was this huge, you know, this huge, uh, I guess they call it the Omicron variant Omnicron. of COVID that just seems, it seems like, it seems like a transformer bad guys coming after you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just basically, they should have just called it the cold variant because um, it just, from what I understand, it just, it just seemed like it was a really bad cold. I'm not saying yeah. for all. I'm just saying for for most people that I yeah. talked to that caught it, and it seemed like everybody caught it this holiday season. And then, yeah, I mean numbers are exploding, especially yeah. I mean uh, Illinois too. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Like Chicago's going back into like lockdown mode. Are we? Um, I thought so. Somebody said like they're they're starting to restrict more and more. Maybe it's just businesses doing it themselves. Maybe, Maybe it's not. Maybe. A, but Wisconsin, like yeah, numbers are going through the roof. Things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So and then. You get this every year. Actually, you do get this every year. I'm actually shocked about it. I, I'd actually would like to see the statistics about this. Like, is there a certain time? Because I'm starting to build a theory that at the end of the year, right after Christmas, you get some people like, and I'm talking celebrities here right now. Right. Celebrities that pass away. Yep. And we got hammered pretty, like, okay, not hammered. We got, there was two big ones. Two big Couple. ones, one from the sports industry, one from the entertainment industry. Right. Yeah. Beloved people. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely beloved. So I guess we'll go first with John Madden. <clears throat> yep. Um, because that's a good transition from to football. Wow. 
Greg, we're at that time where all the people we knew when we were kids or when we're growing uh-huh. up are starting to pass away and it gets yeah. really scary. It is. Yep. Yeah. It, it starts shaking you a little bit. Um, you know, look, John Madden, I always, I did not know this man was the, uh, was a football coach. All right. When I started watching him, he was the guy on TV and he made a cool little video game. That's how I grew up him. Really? Uh, grew up, watch, uh, grew up knowing about him. Yeah, that's that's how I knew. John Madden has the highest winning percentage of any head coach who has won a hundred games or more. Mm-hmm. He is the highest percentage. It's like he's like he won seventy. Basically, he in ten years he won seventy five percent of his games. Yeah, that's better than Bill Belichick. That's better than um, Nick Saban. Who I actually that might be wrong about Nick Saban, but that's college. Um, in the pros, that but he's a man, hell of a coach. Yeah, like, hell of a coach. Um, for the Oakland Raiders, I think he won one Super Bowl or two. I'm not yeah. sure about the Super Bowls. And that's why I remember hearing that, like his coaching percentage of how winning of a coach he was. Yeah. He didn't have the Super Bowls to show for it, but but definitely, you know, an amazing yeah. coach. Yeah. But I think where he really reached <clears throat> people was in the broadcast booth. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing better, and I will say to this day, there's still nobody better than John Madden, Pat Summerall, yep. doing a Green Bay game. Yeah, he loved Brett Favre. Brett Favre was Brett Favre, and like yep. he would. Oh man! But the impact he had, I don't think we really understand or appreciate how much he actually helped take a sport like football and mm-hmm. made it simple for people to understand right. through his video game, as well as how he would explain what was happening out on the field. There's a couple of things I just want to let you guys know that he invented. Um, that little yellow line you guys see that they have the to, first get down to, line. to get a yeah. first down. He invented that. He came up with that idea to help uh, people at home understand it more. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first one that said, okay, cool. <clears throat> so when do I get to talk to the coaches? And they were like, what are you talking about? Talk to the coaches. He goes, well, I need to meet them before I do the game. I want to see what they're thinking, how they think they're going to defend this guy or, you know, who are their standouts and, the networks were like, uh, oh, hey, that's a great idea. Let's interview the players and the coaches. They they never did that before, John Madden. He's brought a lot. He brought a lot to a broadcast. Everything you guys take for granted now, he was the guy that kind of thought mm-hmm. of all these things. Um, when, when you bring up like how you got to know John Madden, for some reason I always knew he was a coach. I don't know why. I mean, I wasn't that big of a football fan right. growing up, but I knew – that was coach John Madden. Like my dad oh, okay. just must've instilled that in me that, that that's John Madden. He's a coach and okay. he's a really good coach. Um, he didn't really like the teams that men coached, right. but yeah. we knew that that was a good coach. Right. And then when he went to the broadcast booth and yeah, he was doing all these things and, you know, honestly, man, the video game became a gold star standard um, yes. in, in football video games. Right. And then at some point, well, and it, it came from Frank Caliendo, who's a stand-up comedian yes, uh, and an impressionist. That that it almost he he took this bit of John Mann drawing on the board and and like and John Mann would he would draw on the screen yeah almost like right before the ball was snapped and yes. like to the network had to be like okay John <laughs> yeah. calm down a little right. bit on your marker board right um but now some kids 
thought like John Mann was a joke and you're like, no, he is far from it. Yeah, there's a whole generation out there who have no idea who he is. They think it's just mm-hmm. the name of a video game. They think he's a video game guy and that Frank Caliendo made fun of him. Yeah. And you're like, that no. game, that game, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it has to be the most successful franchise in terms of video games. Well, it's one of the most successful franchises and one of the real predecessor, predecessors of uh, the eSports League. And what I say yeah. eSports, those are people that play video games as professionals and then they make money off it. And when I say yeah. they make money off it, they're making millions off it. I mean, yeah. it is is a full-on professional sport right? Um, or professional competition. Yeah. Um, and really... Madden was one of the first video games where when it went online, you they would do rankings like you would be ranked at, you know, are you number one in the world? Are you top 10 in the world? Oh, and you're talking about do, people that played it. People that played it. Okay, people, that yeah, played, okay. people that played it online were net, were ranked against each other. Yeah. And that birthed into these giant tournaments with birthed into esports and so it's really it wasn't just halo and the first person shooters or warcraft or anything else that really made that esports blow up the first concept of it was these john Madden tournaments tournaments old yeah so yeah a lot of people uh learned how to actually play the game of football mm-hmm. on john Madden. yeah and it's interesting because they originally wanted to do a six on six and john said no I don't want to put my name on that. So they actually delayed yeah. it five years. Yep. So they could delayed get the release of that so they could figure out the linemen and figure out basically how to put the game of football onto a video mm-hmm. game w- without <clears throat> it being like techno ball. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and they taught and they, they, uh, he, that taught a lot of people, me included on the rules. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. really good at two minute drills. <laughs> like it taught yeah. you how to do a two minute drill. Um, so it was, uh, he had such an impact in taking a sport that I think it wasn't, it wasn't that it wasn't popular, but I think he really helped teach the he, simple, the simpleness of it to right. where almost anybody could pick it up. And understand. there's an accessibility piece to that, that just yeah. comes in video games in general, where you need to make it accessible to anybody that wants to pick up a controller and play. Right. And he did that, but at the same time, he it's almost like this simulation style game that is you need to know a little bit of the strategy of football where, you know, if, if it's, you know, the end of the first quarter or end of the first quarter and it's you're on the 30 yard line and you're coming up on a fourth down, do you go for it? Do you kick the field? What do you do? I mean, looking at the situation, kind of those situational strategies these coaches just learn um through the game right well now a 12 year old girl could pick up the game and learn all these things you're right not only that like that was that before i joined high school we used to play madden all the time obviously Mm -hmm. i mean before i joined high school sports and that was when i learned oh you know what when i'm in this standard defense and i keep getting killed when they have three wide receivers out there so maybe i need to put in a nickel or a dime you understood Mm -hmm. what that stuff meant so yeah you start to figure it out yeah you start really figuring out and that's where you that's where you figured it out so john madden we will i will miss you personally um you were always it just felt like you were always sundays in the fall for me and especially during thanksgiving because he invented that like multiple yeah the turducken he invented that yeah 
So that, that was, was always a, uh, uh, I don't know why, but I always had to see who got the turkey leg at the end. It, and it was weird. But the, when you're trying to make comparisons to other sports, <clears throat> the only one I could think of was like Bob Uecker. I mean, yeah. and Bob, but Bob Uecker never, well, he did play. Or Harry but, Carey I mean, for us. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's one of those like level of sports people, these like legendary you know, sports icons yes. that when they pass, they're, I mean, it, they're felt throughout the sport yeah. and, and throughout the fandom yeah. of the sport. Yeah. So it's, uh, I remember him when he retired, he had those, I don't know if you had it at your high school. You probably did actually. We had like a three man sled. Did they have an entire oh, one for you? Sure. Yeah. We had a six okay. man sled. A six man sled. He actually, <clears throat> uh, when he retired, like he actually like, or five, sorry, five man. Yeah, yeah, five man sled. He took that and put that in his garage. Oh, really? <laughs> the five man sled from the Raiders. So wow, I just thought that was uh, funny. They also did something, and this is the last thing I'll hit on John Madden. Um, they did something today when I was watching football. Uh, they showed him. <laughs> okay, I gotta set the scene for you for you guys. There were three buckets, and it was a Super Bowl game. And the Super Bowl was, well, it was already over and it just had to become official. And so they're looking for that. They have that garbage time where they have to, uh, it's already been won by the Giants. They were beating the Broncos. Yeah. And so there's three Gatorade water jugs there. And on his Telestrator, you know how he always left the draw on it. He put put, uh, an M next to one. And an F next to the other, saying he said, "Now, all right, this one's the this one's the male, um, you know, cooler, and this one's the 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 daddy cooler, and over here is Junior." And they keep pouring, you know, they keep pouring, uh, they keep reducing. He goes, "This one's meant for the head coach. This goes to a coordinator, and this goes to a uh, <laughs> to, to a player or something." He just he created an entire story on three buckets of Gatorade of who was going to get splashed, who's going to get, yeah. yeah, and the way he did it. You were into it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you were to walk up to a production crew and go, all right, guys, this is what I want to do. They'd be like, uh, yeah, let's, let, let's not, do, let's just focus on the game. Right. You know? So, all right, John, we'll miss you. Uh, RIP buddy. You will be missed. The next one, oh, this one hurt. It still hurts every time I think about it. Um, I think I was the first to know it between the two of us. Yeah. You <laughs> called me on it. I called him up. <laughs> and it sounded like Greg was having a really good time in the car singing. <laughs> I was singing away in the car. Yeah. And I ruined it for him because he's like, I, I remember the conversation. He, he said, uh, he goes, dude, you're inter- interrupting me. I'm singing in the car. I said, yeah. Betty White died. And he goes, oh, it was, it was more like Betty White died. Yeah. I, I mean, was, you're, you're, yeah. you were like octaves yeah. higher. Yeah. I was like, Betty White died, man. And he goes, no (laughs) and that's how i felt i think i pretty much anybody that i i constantly send like instagram messages to and stuff uh, i sent them that i was heartbroken man it's like everybody's grandmother died yeah you know pretty much and oh man betty white died um greg did you know about her before the golden girls because i didn't um no, no, okay. not I. I wasn't aware of who she was before Golden Girls. I think I knew that she was on another show because she was on another couple other yeah. shows before that, like in the eighties. Yeah, but and I just recognized her as oh that lady. Yeah, um, that lady. 
But yeah, it wasn't until she really hit the Golden Girls that it it really took off for yeah, her character rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which was interesting. They originally she had auditioned for Blanche. Blanche. Which was, you know, the the B Arthur. Oh no, the slut. The slut. Yeah, the yeah, slutty one. Yeah. Was that right? No, that um, wasn't B. Arthur, but Blanche was the slut. Yeah. Blanche was the slut. Yeah. yeah. Uh and so they, you know, they had her read for it and they're kind of like this doesn't, I mean, it just, it didn't feel yeah. like, and so they said, well, would, would you like to read for Rose? And she said, well, yeah, I'll read for anything. And she read for Rose and they said, she just knocked it so far out of the park. They're like, yeah. mm, this is you. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, and uh, Greg was telling me that um, she, she did a lot for TV. Yeah. She, um, there's a great, did you find the, the special that I told I you about? Not. I did not. I, I'm trying to find it now so I can tell the people where to, where to get it, but um, it, they did, I can't remember if it's, if it's like Hulu or Netflix or one of the streaming services did a, a retrospective on Betty White of like, here's what she did. Yeah. And she, I mean, she did a bunch of radio work and I'm, I'm looking at her Wikipedia page right now. She did some radio work in the forties and early fifties, but then when, um, when television really started to hit out. So from 52 to 59, there was the Betty white show and a show called date with angels. And that, uh, the Betty white show, it was a variety show, but it was one of the first variety shows. Really? And she, it was a feat. She was the female host, which didn't happen. Uh, yeah. I was going to say that didn't so, happen a lot, except um, Lucille ball. Her, I mean, and here's one. She was the first. Uh, it was in a first for an American network variety television show that featured African American performers because she she was a staunch anti racist, and so <clears throat> she just brought on any talent um, that she had found, and yeah, talented, she was, yep. Um, Let's see. Uh, the uh, she had criticism that followed when NBC expanded the show nationally. Local Southern stations threatened to boycott her unless African Americans were removed from the series. And her response was, "I'm sorry, live with it." Like it was like, "I'm sorry, Good. you're a dick. I'm sorry, yeah. you're a dick. You just yeah. live with that." Yeah. Um. So pioneer had a lot. Yeah, really a yeah. pioneer in TV. I mean, did a lot for women. And then, um, what? Here's uh, the sitcom did give White some positive experiences. Uh, she met Lucille Ball while working on it. This is the date with an angel. Um, let's see. Those, those two had friendships. That, uh, uh, Betty White and Lucille Ball were friends over the years, and they relied on each other through, you know, marriage issues and, and just life issues, personal loss. But then also being two like power women in early yeah, television in that industry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucille Ball was another one that, you know, everybody thinks just I love Lucy, but she had an entire production company <clears throat> was practically heading up. Uh, I think it was NBC uh, studio. There was like another president, but that president had, you know, uh, Lucy had more power than that guy did. But Betty White was there, too, and doing yeah. lots of other things. So and now it just seemed like she did it the right way. Yeah, she really had no scandals. No, I mean, she uh, she got divorced once, but that's not really scandalous. No, I don't no, think. But not um, let's see, she did. Oh, uh, Mama's Family uh, and Golden was another one of her productions that she really 
she didn't star on, but she backed a lot. Did of. she? I hated yep. that show. <laughs> um, you know what? I think if you go back and watch at least clips of that show, you'd find it funny. You think so? Yeah. Like right. as a, yeah, as a child, I watched yeah. that show. I knew like, the girl oh, that, like... that played mama was a friend of Lucille Ball. She was in all of yeah. her, like comedy shows and stuff like yep. that. Um, yes, you are. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And then really for like this kind of more, more current generation she she did um she did a movie with ryan reynolds uh the proposal yes. ryan yes, reynolds proposal. And, and sandra butter which she kind of plays like this dirty old lady a little bit which yeah. everybody was like oh that's kind of funny yeah but then she started from that she started to get guest spots on these other shows and then eventually came out with her own show again um which was uh hot in cleveland um, oh, that's right. Yes. Hot in Cleveland, which was on TV land, which no one ever goes, oh, let's pop yes. over to TV. Right. Land. Yeah. Here right. she has like this Emmy winning show that she just kind of, you know, a, a, yeah. a full run scripted comedy on. Uh, I got to watch that. I've never watched TV it. Land. Yeah. I, you know what? I never have either. Other yeah. than I've seen clips of it. Yeah. Um, Great. Hang on. Did she did she pioneer the dirty old lady that everybody loves? I don't know. I don't know. That's I'm you know certainly Wikipedia isn't going to say that, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> or like I would the, say or like the between, grandmother that would take a shot, the cool I mean, grandma. I would say between her and Cloris Leachman. Cloris, uh, I, why can't I think of Cloris like, Leachman? Why can't I picture her. Um, she was in a lot of Mel oh, Brooks. Oh, 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 yes, things. yes, yes, yes. Um, I know Cloris she Leachman. played. She played a dirty old lady in some of the the. She died this year too. Stuff. No, I think it was a couple of years ago. Are you sure? Not entirely, but okay. she I was think, the she was, was the she was the grandmother in Malcolm in the Middle, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, among Betty's you know TV yes. accolades, entertainment, the other thing that she was really really into is that she did a, a ton of work for animals. She was a very much an animal rights activist and put a lot of money into just you know. I mean, she just loved animals, so that was. Because even like now, you see a lot of people attributing, uh, like they're they're sharing posts or they're saying, well, you know, they're here's a quote that Betty White said. It's like that's really not her. Um, yeah, she was an entertainment person, and then very much uh, she loved animal. She worked hard in animal welfare. Did a lot with the Los Angeles Zoo. Um, had a couple of wildlife foundations that she uh, really supported. Uh, so yeah, that was. I actually remember a one of those like you know for a cup of coffee a day you can help feed a homeless pet or something mm -hmm. i remember yeah, yeah yep. i remember her with that um yes by the way cloris leachman did die january 27th 2021 so really early this year yeah, yeah really early yeah so both of those dirty yeah. grandmothers or those cool grandmothers we love so much that we always got a kick out of well and i i had just read because when uh she was betty white was married um her Ooh, who'd she her, marry just anybody uh, or well there there was um alan ludden was her her long-term husband uh she met him on uh the game show password where she was a celebrity guest okay um a couple appeared together on an episode of the odd couple um when they when they were on password but um alan ludden uh 
he passed away was uh, in 81 and then she oh, is, wow. she was single from from 81 till now uh but he was originally from mineral point wisconsin which is where he is buried and betty white is going to be buried next to her her husband so oh good for her she'll, she'll be up up here in wisconsin so good for her yeah, so you sent me something on <clears throat> Betty White that I thought was, and I'm going to paraphrase. I don't have it word for word, but I'd like to give the guy credit. You remember what you sent me? You sent me some sort of a thing where I, this guy just made up like, no, no, I refuse to believe that. Oh, Betty White. Yeah. How did you, you sent it to me and I got a kick out of it. And I, I, yeah, it's, I loved it's, it. She didn't, she didn't just die. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. It, uh, it's from Otep Shamea. No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, well, he says, no, nope. Betty White didn't die. No, no, no. She grabbed 2021 by the throat and whispered in its ear. And I can picture her doing this. I'm taking, I'm taking you with me, you son of a bitch. And then she threw them. And then she threw them both into the fires of Mordor to save us all. That's my fucking story. And I'm sticking to it. It's canon. Deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. I like that one. And I also like, uh, what I thought of, uh, Unless someone else did, and I, I don't know. I thought of it. Uh, I'm going to say I thought of it. Is that she didn't, she didn't die. She's become the patron saint of New Year's Eve. So we've got, we've got like Santa Claus, we've got the Easter Bunny, oh, leprechauns, and now we have Betty White on New Year's Eve, where she wanted everybody to throw a party as she left this earth, and it just so happened New Year's that Eve is the best time to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. so every every year on New Year's Eve, people will be raising gonna- glasses to the New Year and, and Betty White. White. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a good, I think it's a great way to look at it. So, and that's good. Um, but there was a, uh, quite a lot of people left us in 2021. Do you ever go through that list? I lo- I went through it this year. Um, I usually do around the Oscars cause I know they're going to do a moratorium. Um, yeah, yeah. but quite a lot of people, um, like, uh, Clor, I got I want to say Dolores. That's not her name. It's Dolores. Dolores Leachman. Ah, she was so funny. So funny. Yeah, she was, she was very funny. Um, Right, where is it? I had I had it here and now I lost it. I've got a list up. Um, go for it. Well, of course, Betty White. Um yeah. I'm only gonna say the people that I under, that I know. Yes, I know because here's a guy they're like, he was on a reality show. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, Alex don't Trebek, Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, obviously Betty White. I'm not gonna oh. give people that were like on 90 day fiance. No, I'm not. Not that uh, your death didn't matter. It's just that we we would say your name and half our audience would go. Hmm. So the uh, guy that was in um Boozum Buddies with Peter Hanks, yes, he yep. died. Yeah. The guy in Sex in the City is Stanford Blanche. I never watched that show, but this guy's pretty if you guys can see that that guy. Uh, yep, Will Garrison. Yeah. We do have we do have one. Norm so, McDonald. So we got somebody on here who asked, he said, would, would Betty's white staff be a big of a deal if she had not been so close to turning 100? And I think so. I think yes, it, her, absolutely. Her, if she was, you know, 87, um, I think it was more about her body of work. Uh, now, right. the fact that she was close to 100, yeah, that was a big deal. Um, but, you know, when George Burns died, no one was like celebrating because he had just made it that long. They were so celebrating him because of his work and like so i, I really yeah i think it betty was, white betty white was everybody's grandma yeah I, there was it was her work on golden girls her work post golden girls stuff like yeah. that and then the impact she had on on 
women in television, I think is really what, what should be yeah. celebrated. So Norm Macdonald left us. He was a great yep. stand-up comedian. Michael K. Williams, who is yeah. from The Wire. Yep. Um, Which was a sudden, sudden one. Like, no one saw that one coming. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know who that lady is. I don't is. know. Biz Marquis, I have no I I don't. I really? Doubt I've, yeah. I doubt I've left, even heard a song that he's done, but. You have. He, he's the, he's the have, one who did the, you say she's just a friend, but it's really off key. You, he, you got what I need. Oh, him? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Watts, drummer for uh, uh, that one band, uh, Rolling yeah. Stones. Robert Downey Sr. Yeah. So, Jackie Mason. Another yeah. great stand-up. Um, uh, Richard Donner. Rip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. July 5th, 2021. Yep. That, that did yeah. happen. That, that was a bad one. Yeah. I have a feeling we're like looking at the same list and you're just a little bit <laughs> ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple more. Uh Gavin McLeod, who is the uh he was the uh the captain of the love boat. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think I heard about that one. Uh I'm trying to see if there's anybody else. There was a couple, yeah. I, I didn't Charles Groden, that was a big one. Remember Charles you know Groden? He, yeah, I do. And he was actually a lot funnier than people gave him credit for. He's that uh-huh. really dry humor yes. that was, I mean, he was just really good. And all of you 80 people out there, and I'm talking to you, Marshall, because I, I pictured you might have been rocking at this a little bit with your, uh, let me guess, by that time, you bet, you think Marshall had a uh, mullet back then in the 80s? I don't remember him having a mullet, but no, possible. Okay. Uh, Tani Katane. Tawny Tawny, Tawny Katane from Is This Love and Here I Go Again on yep. White Snake. White Snake's redheaded model. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was something. She was, she was at least part of my childhood for sure. <laughs> she was something for sure. But she was looker. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, she absolutely. Was, she, she was, was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. She's, yeah. Um, I'm getting a bunch of people D- that. DMX. Was yes, a big one. DMX. He, and I, I don't know what they've got him like celebrities, music people. And then I just scroll through and it's Prince Philip, Jessica Walter. Really? She's the mom from uh, Arrested Development. Yep. Well, yeah. and, and George Segal, who, you know, another good comedian, but his last project was a uh, oh, granddad yeah. out of Goldberg's pops. Yeah. Yeah. He was pops. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, some of the uh, look. There was there was a ton. Obviously, Rush Limbaugh, Larry Flint, Christopher Plummer. Yes, Christopher Man. Plummer. Yeah, Screech, Dustin, Dustin Diamond. Diamond. Yep. Uh, I think we are on the same. Course. Chloris, yeah. Chloris Leachman, Hal Paul Holbrook, Harbrook, Larry King, Larry King. Oh, that's a young one. Yeah, that uh, that model so actress. young, young. Yeah, fell. Oh, it says the cause of her death was not. I thought she fell off a balcony. Uh, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron was a big one, yeah. Mia Furlan from Lost and Babylon Five. I I don't know her. Mm, oh, huh. Yeah, that's too bad. Randy Parton. Too bad that I didn't hear about like somebody. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I got out of the news cycle for ins and outs this year. I get it. I just couldn't do it uh, phil Spector, good 
he was a horrible person. He was a legendary yeah. mu- um, music producer who probably killed a bunch of people and then got away with it mm-hmm. until he didn't. Uh, the other part of Siegfried, Siegfried, yeah, and, Roy. Siegfried and Roy, Siegfried died. Um, John Riley. I think that's, I mean, that's about it. Mm. So, yeah. 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 So I think that happens every year, but what do you, do you think? You think there's part of that with the whole, like, Hey, after Christmas, I just want to make it through one more Christmas and then, then I'm, then I'll let go type of thing. Maybe what do you think, you know, you're not sure. Maybe this is the first to... time I've actually thought of it. So I have nothing to really back it up, but I was just sitting there wondering, um, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. We have a comment in here. Uh, who was head of the Donner, uh, Richard Donner, head of the Donner party. No, he was the director of Superman, <laughs> lethal weapon, the Goonies. Yeah. He was, he was a weapon. really good director in the eighties. Really, uh, really, really did some good work. Yeah. 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 And, and like, uh, like, varied work like he didn't stick to one genre he would do a lot of different yeah stuff. yeah didn't he do oh that's robert zemeckis i thought he did back to the future that was robert zemeckis, that was robert zemeckis. yeah yeah but he was uh richard donner is like the that old school like he was in he was one of the hot guys uh the hot directors that came out of like ucla uh along with oh like, okay with spielberg and lucas and and uh uh you know the guy that did the godfather um god why can't i think of his name i, 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 I want to say i bought his wine the other coppola oh, yeah coppola yep coppola yeah. i mean yeah. he was part of that group of like young hot filmmakers that came out of you know southern california at the time and just like was it was it coppola filmmaking. that did the godfather no it wasn't uh it's the guy that always that's always hanging out with leonardo dicaprio right yeah. he always has him in his movie why can i not think of his name help us out people that are listening who directed the Godfather before Greg looks it up. Who's fast? <laughs> we got anybody? Uh, maybe, but I'm not looking. Martin, up, Martin so. Scorsese. Let's go Scorsese. Yes, yeah, Scorsese. Scorsese. Thank you. Uh, yes. Why okay. Can I not think of that. I beat Greg. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta take my victories just like the Bears. Mm. There's not a lot, so I gotta take them. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, I I can talk movies like all day, and as soon as this mic goes on, for some reason, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, dude, oh, oh, there's one guy did a thing. Yeah, I agree. I have the best intros right before I hit record. Yeah, right in my head, <laughs> well, the even best that- intro in my head, and all of a sudden I hit record. I'm like, oh, I think we're live. Well, and there are times when like you and I, I mean, we hang out after yeah. or after the. Well, the mics turn off and the cameras go off for like an hour and then we have a whole conversation we're like man we should have been recorded that was good that was good yeah stuff. yeah we we have a lot of really good conversations <laughs> on uh we have a lot of really good conversations on the phone or on uh but we never we never can well it's funny like some of the family stuff or some of the like husband stuff we talk about and it's good it's like would you want to like i don't know if i want to put that yeah not all i don't of know that, i don't right? know if i want to right. put all that out there. Yeah, you don't want to put all that out there because once it's out there, it's out there forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a little that's a little it's a little little uh 
hesitant on those. <laughs> hey, you and I, we did bring up one thing that we have never brought to the table here, and it was something that I thought was very interesting. I guess it's something that we can give our listeners moving into the new year. You threw a stat at me that you said, I think statistically they're showing that it's not really as bad as people say it is out there. Like the media is telling us the world's bad. Oh, it's all yeah. coming to an end, you know, and it's that, it's actually not actually. Right? That, right. So that statistic the, uh, that we were talking about was crime rates. I mean, crime just, rates, just right. in general, crime rates and crime rates have dropped um, significantly um, from the 80s to today. I mean, when you look at the trends of like, crime rates, and I'm not talking about specific crime. This is all encompassing crime rates, right? Um, they have dropped from, from the 1980s until today. Um, in, in some, some cases like over 25%, I mean, which yeah. is significant. So, yeah. um, but the thing is with the invention of social media and the internet, where we can hear about every crime, uh, for right down to the, you know, the local level up through yes. like federal stuff and you can hear it from everywhere. So it gets reported, it gets reported quicker, um, factually or not, it will be re reported much quicker. And then we get to hear about more crimes. So, right. I mean, you, you go back to, I'm going to say the mid nineties. So mid nineties, just before the internet really took off, like if there was, if there was a crime a heinous crime in mobile alabama yeah we didn't hear about it yeah but you're right. now through google news or whatever else if it's a heinous crime and it'll make a headline it's going to show up in your feed and you're gonna be like oh my god some guy killed seven people down in mobile alabama right exactly. and so you hear about it so you're just hearing about more crime where in actuality in actuality the rates are dropping um so that's so, good to hear it's good to hear. yeah it, it's good to hear i mean it yeah. It gives you some insight, though, as to like the the like the news feeds, and the machine like, that yeah, they're running, yeah, that media machine. I, we have a friend, and she worked at a news station in the Milwaukee area for a while, um, and she quit because there was. Um, we have a friend, or the Strulies have a friend. Uh, it doesn't matter. But okay. I, I know a woman. Okay, um, <laughs> and she she worked, uh, and she worked, you know, in the news area, like the bullpen, whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. And um, there was a, a shooting in Milwaukee a couple of years ago at a Sikh temple, and it was a horrible, you know, mass shooting kind of situation. Uh, so they run in, and they said there was a mass shooting at the, at the Sikh temple. Cops are there now. Here's how many dead. Here's a, and the entire newsroom just cheered because they're like, great news day. We got something to do. Let's get, to, I mean, so they're applauding this kind of oh my God. event. And she's like, I can't do this. And she literally went into her boss, you know, while this craziness is happening, she's like, this is messed up. I'm out of here. And she left. So good for her. Yeah. 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 Has she, has she, do you know if she's ever looked back? Like, damn, I, no, no, she she works for the, for the uh, one of the medical colleges here in Wisconsin. Now, good for her. Good could for be her. Up here. So, for, um, yeah, it is messed up. Yeah, yeah, it just really, really kind of a weird. And if you go back and you watch uh, HBO's Newsroom, which was a great series, yeah, um, it would show that kind of thing where people, you know, something big would happen in the world, big but terrible. And these news people would just salivate over it. You're like, yeah. uh, that's, well, that's I mean, not great. Going back a little bit to Antonio Brown, if you want to get a real microcosm, sports radio, like 
Yeah. They will hang on to something forever. Mm -hmm. Just if it gets any type of rating, it just, they will hold on to that topic. Well, you can look at, I mean, what are your, what are your top stories in the boxing world right now? It's not about the current heavyweight champion. It's about some social media star who's trying to box and they're like, look at him win, look at him do this. And they're, you know, all this stuff. Good point. Good point. It's just like, can I watch some real boxing? Is that, yeah, is that a possibility? Exactly. Yeah. Instead of watching some kid who's trying to be a boxer that pulls people out of retirement that don't even have no business boxing. Well, and even even the last fight where um, I saw the clip of his knockout, and you're like, wow, that looked like a significant knockout. But because it's on media and because people are going to pick it apart, they saying his guard. You see, just before the knockout, he does he does like this little signal, yeah. and that's where the guy drops his guard, and he just cold cocks it. Oh, you're saying that was planned? That's what they're saying now. Yeah. Oh. That it was totally rigged. Well, that's interesting. Well, that I, again, I like to see that. And look, I'm not going to hide from the guy. <laughs> we're, like, we're talking about Jake Paul. Like, yeah. look, Jake, if you want to impress me, fight a yeah. boxer. Fight a, fight a guy who's been training since yeah. he was five. Like yeah, in his prime have. or as, as young as you are or however yeah. age you are, fight one of those guys. Yeah. Not a formal basketball player, yeah, not exactly. a, not another you, not another YouTube kid, yeah, not a UFC guy who can't use all of his best chokeholds or wrestle yeah. wrestle you to the ground. Like fight a fight a real fighter. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you do. Um, yeah. So, guys, if you're going to take anything away from this podcast and moving into the new year, it's not as bad as people say it is. It never yeah. really is. It never really is. So. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I always heard somebody, because when I was going to be an actor, uh, best acting advice I ever heard was don't ever think you're too good and don't ever think you're too bad. Just be in the middle because that's probably where you are. You're probably just everybody else doing your best. So, yeah. Other than that, Greg, this is kind of a short podcast. Today. I don't it think is. We got, yeah. yeah. We don't got a lot to talk about. Um, I don't think we don't, we don't need you're, to. We got some things just down the get line. going. Yeah. yeah. We got some things down the line that are coming. So uh, I think we'll close it there, Greg. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to or no? <laughs> I'm sure we can. I was yeah. going to say by next week, hopefully my new space will be more decorated than just yeah. the one Superman poster kind of in the background that's blocked my big giant head. Um, so as you're going through the week, it's the new year. Here's some things you can do. One is you're going through and you're looking at some news stories. Um yeah, I, I would know your audience, know who you're talking to, know who, where you're getting your sources from. So uh, that's, uh, so know your audience. Number two is check your sources, uh, get multiple angles on a story. Don't just go for the one that happens to be on your local news station. Or don't just read the title. Don't just read the title, read the entire <laughs> story and see if that story is being paid for by somebody. Yeah. Um, and then number three, as you're going through the conversations, or as you're just going through the year, don't be a douche. Bravo. All right. For The Greg, this is Johnny saying thank you for listening to us. Take care. Happy New Year. See you next Sunday. Hey, guys. Bye-bye.